Welcome, everyone, to the Super Nintendorks podcast. I'm John, and today I'm joined by Jack and Dan. If y'all want to say hi. 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 I like how I said that I'm joined today as if, like, I won't be joined by you two every episode after this. We're joining you, I guess. We're, we're the guests. You guys are the brains. I'm just the person that's recording. You're just the, you're just the uh, the pretty face. Is that how this is going to work? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm the brains or the beauty. You guys are the brains. You're gonna be our Vanna, Dan's the beast. <laughs> <laughs> did okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did she ever? I mean, was were her and Pat Sajak ever like you know fucking for sure? They had to be right. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. I think he just made her probably do things. You want to <laughs> keep your job, Vanna? Get on them knees and give me a knee. <laughs> Hollywood was awful. I mean, I'm not going to argue with oh, you. Oh, for there, sure. So and she's been around since like the, she was around since like the, the late 80s, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that really how old that show is? Oh god, that show goes I, back to the 70s, I think. So I think she's been around probably since like, I don't know, early 90s, late 80s. It's late 80s hold up, at hold least. up, hold up. Is that that show is still on the air, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me that like it's been her and Pat for forty years. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen her in a hot minute. She still looks great, but yeah, it's been at least since the late eighties because she was at uh, WrestleMania four in nineteen eighty eight, and they introduced oh, her as Vanna she... White from uh, you know Jeopardy. There you go. So she was around in the grape days, dude. That is crazy. I'd say she got her fair share of grapeage over the years is the g silent is that what you're going for yeah you you can't you can't say it with a hard r so you gotta add a g i feel like you say hard r and you just it's automatically determined that you're referencing something bad so you say grape and it's all good in the world well great welcome everybody this is our podcast <laughs> where we don't um, talk about grape well uh, dan will I might. We are going to go through the top 100 Super Nintendo, well, eventually the whole library, but for now, the top 100 games from the Super Nintendo catalog ranked by IGN. So we're going to start with 100, which today is... Final Fight. It should be like in the top 10. This is bullshit, but it's number 100. I think the reason why it's so high up on the list is that it's not the best port of the game. It's missing guy, and um, it doesn't have two player, and it's missing a couple stages, I believe. That's when I was so when I was looking into this game, I was actually blown away by how different the arcade version was versus this port of the game. I don't think I ever played the actual arcade version. However, they have a cabinet of it at um, player two in Apple. Really? Yeah. So I will have to because I mean I've. When I was a kid, man, I could beat this game like blindfolded, and when I was an adult, I can't. I I literally have a save state file on on my thing right now that I was using save save state to beat it, and I still couldn't. I got to the end and I got myself fucked where I didn't have enough life left. <laughs> but um, when I was a kid, I didn't need any help. I could just breeze through it. Now, like I get to the wrestling ring where you have to get to the two andors, and I'll beat that half the time. But usually then I'll get to, I, th- I forget who the cop is. You fight him out on, the, it looks like the streets of Vegas, pretty much. That's about as far as I I'm I actually not, 
I'm not super familiar with this one. I didn't play it a lot, but I played it. Um, is this like one of the first side-scrolling beat-em-up games? No. Double no. Dragon. Uh, yeah, Double Dragon and, and Renegade predates Renegade. Double Dragon. And, and those were those were original Nintendo games? <laughs> yeah. Arcade games okay. they started out as. And actually. arcade, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to start the game now. Uh do any of you get do one of you guys want to give like a rundown on the story and everything yeah just kind of like a brief sure well you don't have to make it brief go into in depth if you'd like but give us a little bit about what the story is mike hagar the most badass capcom character of all time who's the mayor oh. of metro city his, his girlfriend get, or his girlfriend his daughter gets kidnapped by uh mad gear the gang in the in, in town, and so Mike Hagar and Cody, I think it's his girlfriend. I don't think I don't know if they if it's his or if it's his boyfriend, her boyfriend, or if it's just a family friend. Cody, Cody's yeah. the boyfriend. Is Cody the boyfriend? Okay, well yep. then, yeah, they go to tear up Mad Gear and that guy, Mad Gear. Actually, do you want to know what was funny? So from the there's so there's like a ton of censorship in this game from the arcade version especially from like the Japanese version, but that part where they show her in that TV in the Japanese version, she's actually in just a bra. Oh, nice. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I know the later games get a little weird. I was actually, there's one for PS2 that I never played. And that one, you like go to a titty or you go to like a, a jerk off theater. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. I was watching a guy do a run through on it. The angry video game nerd guy. And What's uh? Was this around the time of like Duke Nukem on the PC? It came out in 2006, which is why it literally came out for PS2 at the same time that yeah, PS3 was released and Xbox 360 and Wii. So it was like one of the last PS2 releases. It's a terrible game. I want to play it just to see it, but it's pretty bad. Um, I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick. Doesn't uh, Cody become like a drug zombie or something in that one? The boss does. Co- you're going to say you're Cody's brother. You're his like drugged out brother, and uh, you, he gets Cody gets kidnapped. It's called Final Fight Street Twi- Streetwise. Wow. And yeah, it was released in 2000. It basically they said it's the game that killed Final Fight because it was so <laughs> it was so wow. bad. Imagine like being the director of that game, and you came out with the game that killed the whole series. Yeah, because I mean, they just released uh, Streets of Rage four a few years ago, and it was awesome. And the whole yeah. time, I'm just like, "Well, I want uh, a new Final Fight." That Final Fight um, on the PS2 was like the first one they did in many, many years, too. They, yeah, like the one, the last one before that was in '99, and that was on uh, Sega Saturn. So this this game, and I think you guys have told me this before, but this was actually supposed to be a sequel or a, uh, yeah, a sequel to Street Fighter. Yeah, it was supposed to be yeah. Street Fighter '89 was its working title when it was in development, and uh, it takes place in the Street Fighter universe because Mike Hager yep. is he's um. He's in the later, like the alpha games and stuff like that. I know. I don't. And follow. so was Cody. Yeah. So there's actually I was, I was poison into too. That. I there, think it was a couple of the alphas, and then the um, 
Oh, shit. What were they called? They came out in, like, the late 90s. The Street Fighter... Because... Or, no, no, no. Yeah, he was an alpha, and then they were in tournament. Because a lot of the bosses are actually, um, like, uh, Andor's in one of the Street Fighter games. And then a handful of the actual stage bosses. Uh, Abigail and Sodom. And there was one other one who was in uh, a couple of the Street Fighter games. Which I didn't know. So there was actually a third main character that was a part of the arcade. His name was Guy. But actually in Japan, his name was Gay. Was it really? But they, I didn't yeah, know that. but they, they well, obviously they edited it. But I, uh, yeah. I, I wish they had. That would have been so much funnier growing up being like, oh, I want to be gay. Because let's be real, he's my favorite. Came, they came out with a different SNES port later on called Street Fighter Guy. Final Fight Guy. Yeah, I think it was. Final Fight yeah, Guy. That's yeah, that's it. It was a Blockbuster exclusive. Yeah, and you could exclusive. actually play as Guy. Yep. Um, yeah. My dad he worked at Miller Electric, and every year they do uh, the Miller Picnic. It was always at Tallulah. And if, if at one point, they started bringing in a free arcade every year. But the first time they did it, it was in one of the pavilions, and they just had like I don't know, 20 games. But they had Final Fight Guy there, and I was like, oh, my God. I had never heard of it before, and I was just like, what is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Final Fight 1, and you can play it as two-player, and you can play as Guy. And I think Guy was just, like, he wasn't really anything special. He was literally just Cody's best friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the, I mean, you really could have cut him out, and it really didn't change the story at all. Well, and now I've realized, as an adult, when you, you know, take things into consideration, he's actually the, like... The game is based on on cer- certain attributes. So, like, Hagar's strong. He can tear people out in less hits. And then I think Cody's in the middle, and, and Guy's actually on the bottom as far as power. Mike Hagar is a former professional wrestler, now mayor. Yep. He's like Jesse Ventura. He's also in Saturday Night Slam Masters as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Yep. It's a great Super Nintendo yeah, game. Uh... A buddy of mine had that. I didn't know that existed, and I went to his house, and I was like, oh, my God, is that Hagar? Oh, my God, that's awesome. So there's, like, from what I, when I was reading up on this game, there's a ton of, like, music stuff uh, contributed to this game. So, like, Abigail was the name of a King Diamond album, and then his face paint is kind of like a tribute. Oh, wow, I never put two and two together on that until you just said that. That was one that when I read up on it, I was like, I have to look at a picture of this character, and I was like, oh my god, it's spot on. That's awesome, I didn't know. But you know, the music in this game in general is is noted, like this track right here. I love, if, if you can get long enough into the level for it to to get past this part kind of picks up a little bit but yeah dude all 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 the final fight games were like killer killer soundtracks like the each level had awesome music so there originally in the game there was a uh girl that you fought later called poison Mm -hmm. and she was basically named after the band and she had a hat like cc deville uh and then i guess later they took her out because according to the game testers, hitting a girl wasn't okay. See, but I always thought those punkers there there were girls. So those punkers replaced her. Poison was in some of those other games too, the Street Fighter games. If you read her backstory, she was a transvestite. Yeah, they added that later on, like way later. Sounds like Poison was ahead of her time. 
just a few other things that I came across. Uh, they took out all the blood and alcohol. Apparently, that that was a lot, like in the <laughs> the arcade. Uh, there were statues in later levels that had the boobs still on them. Those were taken out. Man, uh, the, that's nuts. the car smashing part uh, in the Japanese version, they you would say, "Oh my god!" Or the guy would say, "Oh my god!" And oh in the American car. version, he'd say, "Oh my car!" My car. <laughs> Oh, my car. That started in Street Fighter, though. That was a Street Fighter thing, I believe, first. Nintendo was so strict with their censorship, though. Any biblical, like, any religious references had to be removed from games. Any. So if there was a cross or anything like that, it had to be taken out. And any, like, especially with, like, women's clothing and stuff like that, if it was scantily clad, had to be removed. Like, had to be, like, I shouldn't say removed, but had more clothes had to be added to the character. That's a big thing. I think what they were trying to do in the NES era was they were trying to win back the customer base. This next, hold on, pause, right here. It's my favorite track of all the tracks. I love this one. This is a good track. I'll give you that. Uh, so were they, do you think they were like conscious of like any controversy? They're trying to avoid that? Basically what they were trying to do was they, video games were, well, the crash in 1983 kind of hurt the video game market, and Nintendo came back and basically revived it with Mario. And so they were really worried about like it happening again. So they had all these strict things in place when they created the Nintendo and put it out in the U.S. And like only developers could only put out like eight games a year or ten games a year or something like that. Like Konami could only put out so many games a year so they had to create subsidiary companies to make more games so like ultra that's actually konami and i'm trying to think there's a couple others i don't know if capcom had one or not but a lot of them would create like subsidiary like fake game companies what was the point of creating these subsidiary companies to release more subsidy companies you can only put out so many games a year under your company's name so you created a fake game to put out more games in the year because the games Nintendo was hot by the late 80s like I think like 88 89 and 90 it was the number one toy of the year like Christmas toy or something like that I think it was the number one selling toy of the year three years in a row before the Super Nintendo came out wow they said one in every three households had a Nintendo that's so crazy yeah it like ruled the world at one point pretty much so they were trying they didn't want to screw up like Atari did in 83 and cause another video game crash because at that point games were looked at as a fad and the market was dead stores wouldn't carry them anymore whatever they had left they were selling for a buck like it was like just looked at as like games were just a fad well it's weird how you were saying that they were like so gung-ho about keeping it clean but like literally in zelda 2 you go get revived at a whorehouse well Do you really it's 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 not yeah, I guess if you want your mind goes in the gutter and it goes there. That, uh, that happens, but that's what but, I'm saying is Nintendo that's what I mean. Didn't really say that that's what happened. We kind of went there no, with that. But there's a girl outside. Hey, come in. I'll fix you up. Good. And then and you go inside and follow her, and then you come out and like just went into a whorehouse. I mean, yeah. And there's like a lot of that stuff too. Like the way it was translated wasn't always translated the best too. Whoever they hired to do the translating, maybe embellish their resume a little bit <laughs> or left some words out or something you know there's 
There's a lot of bad translations on those old NES games. Well, there's even cartoons nowadays that are translated pretty bad. I actually didn't say this, but uh, the gameplay that we're watching and using for this video is uh, from World of Long Plays. If you like this and you like watching old games and just want to watch playthroughs, that's a good place to go. Was there like a difficult... I couldn't find anything on this, but was there like a difficulty uh like option for this game because i noticed like just watching this video the ai is not very great you can't set a difficulty it's just you pick your person that's it i think i think two and three might have had difficulty settings but this one was pretty much just a straight arcade port where they simplified it because like in the arcade and i've noticed this now playing going back to the arcade arcade games you know turtles arcade uh versus turtles in time um they're basically what the arcade versions do is they made it harder so that you had to plug more quarters in so they throw more enemies in than what the console versions have like console versions have less enemies arcade versions throw in way more shit at you to keep you plugging plugging your quarters in the more likely you are to die you know that's more money for the companies so you think that it was more like it was more of a challenge for arcade a because they needed to pump more coins in and because the game just in general was optimized towards arcade cabinets instead of being like a console port the second part no but the first part yeah they um they they want you to spend their they want your money so you know the more shit they throw at you and the harder they make it um the more money you're gonna spend. That's fair. Yeah, it's so when they true with most arcade games. Yeah, once they bring it to console, they kind of dull it down. But this game was tough, man. You, you know, depending upon what. See, so this could even be the arcade because there ain't no way he's got eight lives, and there wasn't any cheats for this it. This is this is actually a uh, the playthrough that I downloaded. He doesn't take any damage. Like Jack said before, and I don't know if we were recording when he said it, but to the amount of times that the person has probably played this to even be able to get remotely close to not taking any damage has to be insane. You can, if you have a plan, it does work because all the, all the um, enemies, you know, they spawn in the same spot every time. It's not different. So if you know where they're like box cuz like they'll be sitting in a circle like you know hanging out and you can get it to where you can get one at a time to come your way like if you know where to step and and where you step in a certain spot and it'll engage one person and not the whole group and you do it one by one versus so it, there is strategy involved if you want to be that much of a nerd about it what do okay if you had to pick one game what game do you think and this is for both of you that you could run uh, we'll go. We'll go Super Nintendo without taking any damage. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe like Mario or something. But... Nah, I'd still even take a hit in Mario. I, I, I could do pretty good, but I'd take a hit. There's no. I'd way get I could... to the end and get hit by a fireball. I know it. Like I'd, I'd start to get really nervous towards the end, and then I'd screw up and not jump uh... when I was supposed to trying to think if there's any like short game. i mean aladdin maybe not without taking damage though i could do it without dying maybe and even that's toughy but nah, what, yeah, about, like, what about like a speed run not like world record speed run but which one do you think you could just like 
tear through. <laughs> Hook or Aladdin. Jack, I know you were doing the uh, the Mike Tyson's punch out run. Do you think you could just you could run a a pretty good gauntlet on that one? That was gonna be my answer if you were gonna say any game, but then when you said Super Nintendo, I was like, ah, shit! Now I gotta think of something else. That's what I I was uh I was watching that one. You actually got pretty damn good at that towards the end of it. Yeah, you know, it just became like too much time and not enough interest. I think on paper it sounded like a good idea and then in execution it just kind of got boring for people and I started to get kind of Were you tired were you too. doing the whole game? No, that would have taken forever to do every day. I was just that, doing That would have been a lot. It was that a lot been just a lot. doing him. Like it was like finding the time to do it. I don't recommend ever streaming something that every day. Don't do it. No, I couldn't do it. The same thing. Yeah, you burn out. Oh, I don't know how those. I I follow a few people that do speed runs. My buddy Skyler, um, he does Donkey Kong Three. That's his um, his niche. Oh and dude, God. that that guy just fucking crushes Donkey Kong Three. Like he's got a couple of world records on whatever that site is. Oh really? That's actually, yeah. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, because there's all different variations of runs you can do. Like you know, you can do a hundred percent or the hundred three percent, whatever. You can do ju- water percent was one of them where he just gets to the water because you can beat uh, DKC3 early by circling that island and and beating oh, all that. Okay. Yeah. So, it all there's just very there's different categories in every game of what you can run and but there he's was, really uh, good. <laughs> there uh I was watching this breakdown of a speed run of Mario uh, 64. Same thing. It's, it's crazy. Like, so not only do you have to be able to like speed run the game, but you also have to master all the glitches too. Yeah, that's and same that's, with Donkey Kong. And there's literally people that'll pay you if you can discover a new glitch in the game to help them like do the level faster. That's what always blew my mind: is how do these nerds find this yeah, shit? Like, this who did? T- yeah, I I think they legitimately go through the coding. Oh, well, that's no fair. And try to find, like, okay, well, this is coded like this, so maybe if I... Like, the ones where... Uh, what was I watching? I was watching a uh, uh, Ocarina of Time uh, speed speed run with glitches. And when they, like, okay, so you fire two arrows down this hallway, spin three times, go over by this wall, then duck down, and then push this way, and it's like... Okay, yeah, you, you can't you can't tell me you randomly came across that. Yeah, like exactly. well, how did you figure this out? Yeah, you, they didn't. No, you could, that's got to be a coding thing. And I would imagine. I always thought they figured it out, but that makes sense that it would be a coding thing cuz I thought the same thing like in a link to the past I saw one where you can, you know, go through the walls and get to the end of the game like right away from when you walk into the castle. Plus, do you really want to be like seventy-five on your deathbed, and you're like, you know, I'm really glad I stuck twenty thousand hours into this video game, just so that I could do it a little faster than everybody else. Ugh. Not to yeah. demean speedrunners, it's a really cool craft on what you do. No, fuck you, speedrunners. <laughs> you're nerds. You know, where's the payoff? So, so, here's my thought on that. Okay, like I, I think it's interesting to see like how you can do that and beat a game quick. But yeah. I don't know. I still think that there's something to playing within the rules of the game 
and dealing with the challenges of the game and trying to beat it. I know it's a different category, but trying to beat the game by following the rules as fast as you can, I have a little more yes. respect for that because you're not tr so, doing trickery so like or anything. The speed runs with no glitches you're talking about? Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. No glitch-free. But yeah, now... I, I, I respect those a lot more. Now, what about in, like, Donkey Kong, though, where there's, like, skip barrels, you know? Does that count as not being glitch? I'd say I that counts say as not, not a glitch. Not a glitch. Because it's that, put that, into that's the game. That's similar to, like, the warp whistles from Mario. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. put in the rules the of the game. The Donkey Kong barrels are more hidden, especially in 3. In 3, they're, like, invisible. At least in... Some of them on the first Donkey Kong, you could like see a silhouette of a barrel that's there. That's a skip barrel, but yeah, I, I guess if they're put in by the creators, it's not a glitch. If it's something that's found after the game is because those glitches weren't put in. I'm sure that a link to the past glitch was. Well, I don't know what it would be put in for. There's no real reason, so it has to be something that. Because well, I was gonna say, I know some things are put in by creators during the creating process to kind of get them to bypass levels easier and stuff. Like, you know, we check this out on the first level. Boom, here we go. Now we can shoot to wherever we want by doing this. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually do, and I was thinking about this the other day, I miss, like, codes, cheat codes, like back in the like NBA Jam days, when you'd put put in like you know certain letters, and you'd get like uh, the the Hornets mascot for uh, yeah. North Carolina or uh, God, what were they? Were they Charlotte or were they North yeah, Carolina? That, no, that was Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte, yeah. But like nowadays, it, if you had that, it would just be okay. You can pay four ninety nine, and then you can unlock this character. <laughs> yeah. Like I get that games have to make money, and that, you know there's a lot more that goes into them now than what they did back then, but. I don't know. I miss those. Well, back in the day, they still kind of had that because they had Game Genie and you'd have to buy the books to Dude. go. Because I remember we'd get them in the mail. I had Super Nintendo Game Genie. I don't. Th and then the other thing, which was weird, was Super Nintendo had two different versions of cartridges. And I believe it was some were for Game Genie and some weren't because some games had the full on fat front bottom of the cartridge. And then they started making them where they were slanted. cut in on the bottom. No, no on the, what, just what on did the, you say, Jack? Slanted. They were slanted? Yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you. Hold on. And they did it I because it. You keep um, talking. I'll be right the there. Super Nintendo has a little like piece. When you turn it on, the original Super Nintendo has a piece that like locks the game in. There's like a slot okay. in the front of the first version of the cartridge that this piece slides into when you turn the power button on the super nintendo it prevents you from being able to pull the cartridge out while the system's on and for some reason nintendo decided that's a bad idea so they put the slant in the front so the games wouldn't lock in anymore when you turn the system on okay and those wouldn't work with game genie i don't know about that okay <laughs> that i just know why they did it yes i'm a fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> why would why would you make it to where it was okay to pull it out? I don't while it was know. Running? Unless people were okay, because about... that would seem like something you'd want to prevent. Yeah, that was the original idea, and then later on they put the slant in there so you could still pull the game out. Maybe they didn't want people to get their games stuck or something. I don't know. These damn people aren't buying more than one cartridge. What do we do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know. Do you think that? And I 
I'm going to ask this while Dan's getting his cartridge right now, but oh, good, you're back. Uh, do you think that this game was ranked 100 on the top 100 because there's so many iconic Super Nintendo games? Like, there was just too many that it just got pushed that far down the list? Or do you think maybe it just wasn't as popular as you guys remember? I kind of, I mean, if you owned the game, you loved it, but if you didn't, you didn't have a fucking clue. Hey, look, it's King Diamond. God, I can't believe I never realized that. That's all good. And Jack, That's what's a- your what's your take on why it was ranked so low? Uh, you know, I like the game. I'll kind of start by, you know, putting the game over and saying some good things about it before I get into the negatives. <laughs> um, Fair. I like the game. I played the game when it first came out. It was actually one of the first games I ever rented as a kid was this um nice and not knowing like the things the game was missing or anything i thought it was great you know i thought it was hard but i thought it was great but i think overall there's just that many better games it's not a bad game yeah. i just think there's just better ones out there and two and three actually do do this game better i think I, I, oh yeah three you know? three is my favorite um, three two is hard Two was the heart. Oh, this one's tough now. I don't know. Basing it off of, like I said, I could beat it when I was a kid. And now I, it gives me trouble. But two and three gave you the opportunity to play with two players. And also it gives you the opportunity, even if you don't have someone to play with, you can play two-player computer. So you could, at least I know for sure in the third one, I don't remember the second one, but you can have it. So it's... Um, one you're player one, and player two is controlled by a computer. Okay, that I think that's probably. Do you think it would it would have been ranked higher if it had the two player mode in this? Yeah, yeah, but it it was probably just at its its limit of capabilities at the time. Yeah, they didn't they know how just, to program for it yet. Super Nintendo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was that still pretty sense. new, you know. <laughs> The arcade version was two player, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was. And but arcades were built for that, though. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I still think it's weird that they they ported this then and didn't make it a two player. Oh, it's so weird. And the, the, you ever heard of the Sega CD version? The Sega CD version has everything like intact. It's almost like the most arcade accurate home version there is. Um, I was. Oh, really? Up. Yeah, I actually have a copy of it. You can't see it, but do you think that? holding it up do you think this is just like generic like i mean let's go it's just a white guy with a tight shirt and jeans beat-em-up game i mean it's it seems kind of generic i mean was there anything really has a or not was there um i'm sorry uh streets of rage has a generic white shirt guy too (laughs) yeah was was there something that made uh streets of rage stand out more than this game you had special attacks that were a little cooler in Streets of Rage. Like, it would go to, like, a like with Axel, you'd do a special and a cop car would come rolling in and shoot missiles versus just on here being a spin attack. And I believe in Streets of Rage, the special attacks don't take your life away. That's the other thing with this. You, same with, like, any beat-em-up. You do your special and you lose life. I always hated that. I think it's so stupid. I get it from an arcade standpoint. You know, more core. Like the more specials you use, the more um, quarters you're gonna spend. Was that really a trope? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and like X Men Arcade, Turtles Arcade, this you use special, you lose a chunk of life. Yeah. So, so I like I, I don't must not have paid attention very much. <laughs> you must have, you must have had rich parents that just kept giving you quarters. I, I actually didn't play in the arcade all that often, but I never really paid. Maybe that's why I'm always like, why am I dying so much? Well, like I'll now, keep spamming that special button. You didn't have to play. I have. Oh, oh, you're good. I have a uh, X-Men arcade on my PS3. You were able to get it through the store at one point in time. And it's not even fun to play because you just get unlimited credits. And wow. so you can just use your special whenever. Like, I don't give a fuck if I die. I can just come right back with a new set of lives. So it kind of takes the... And you can say all you want that you're going to, oh, just won't use special. But you end up using special. That was kind of one of the things that I didn't like about the games where you had lives, but it got to the end and you could just continue. It was like, well, there's no stakes here. There's no consequences. Yeah. I could just I could just sit here and spam hitting the boss over and over again, die three times, but still beat the level. Yeah, that's my problem with uh, like when you use arcade emulators to play beat 'em ups. They have the quarter button, and you just you know it's like where's the challenge? All right, I gotta ask you guys this, but uh, did you guys look at IGN's top 100 games list? I did not. No. Okay, that's good. What do you think the top three games are? What was the question? What did you look at the the top one hundred list by IGN? Oh fuck no! All right, go. No, what do you think the top three games are? I actually don't know because I haven't looked yet. Ooh, top three. I don't know. I won't say the exact order what I think they are because that's a toughie. But I want to say Super Mario World's probably top three. Um, I'd like to think A Link to the Past is going to be top three, but I'm sure it's top ten. Um, I don't think that one's going to hit top No, three. but Donkey Kong Country. I'd like to think Donkey Kong's going to be in the top three, the first one. Super Mario World and The Lemmings. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> was, uh, was Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo? Yeah, three yeah. versions of it. Those games were never my... I never liked fighting games. I, n- I never have, and I never... I'll play them once in a while, but to me, they're just button mashers. I don't know. I never just got, I never got into them. I like games like this, the side-scroller beat-em-ups, but the, the verse fighter games, you know, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Never cared for them. Mortal Kombat 1 through 3, or 4, I went hard on. Loved it. I loved the story. I loved the premise, everything. And then I really lost interest. And then I really lost interest once they went, like, uh, 3D or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I It just I killed it all for me. I mean, I remember renting Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, like, in the early days, you know. Um and thinking it was cool because of the violence and stuff, but yeah, as far as like you know, yeah, those weren't those were never beat 'em ups were more of my thing when it came to fighting games. I didn't I didn't like versus game like one v ones. Mortal Kombat three was actually the first ever game that I pre owned or uh, pre pre ordered. Oh, Jesus, what am I trying to say? Pre ordered? <laughs> yeah, pre ordered. It was the first one I ever pre ordered. I remember going to uh, Funko Land. I think it was called. Yep, with Uncle my mom Land. to pick it up. Hell yeah, man! That was Bring like home the, the place. Fun. I think the first game I pre-ordered was Vice City. I don't know the first game I ever pre-ordered, 
but the first game I bought with my own money was Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on the Super Nintendo. I think the first game I bought with my own money was Ultraman. Oh God, I, I feel sorry for you. Which is a which is a verse fighter game. That game, that game so is I just so contradict. Bad. It's so bad, but it was I don't know. I loved it. I don't know what it was about Ultraman. I fucking loved it as a kid. And I, I, not too long ago, I looked at a, a playthrough of it to see how, because I could never beat it. And basically, you go through f- four or five bosses, and then it restarts, and you go through them again, but they're a little tougher. Same bosses, though. And I realized that literally, I've the furthest I've ever gotten was one level away always from the end. <laughs> like, I... So I've still never beaten it, but yeah, no, that game is terrible. I'm surprised that game probably won't. If if that game's higher on the list than any than this, at least I'll be pissed. It won't make the so list. Ho- that game won't make the list. I bet you it won't. If this I is just, number one hundred, I just sorry to cut you off, but I just saw that the character Two P's is a character Tupac. from Tupac is a character from Capcom's arcade shooter Forgotten Worlds. Wow, where I was housed for Tupac. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I would go with I would go with Dan's uh, idea there. It makes a little more was sense. That, was Tupac very big in 1991? He I mean, was in that he movie die in like '93. Yeah, I was gonna say that was like right around the probably start of no his popularity. way, dude. In '91, I was like six, and I could tell you I had no clue who Tupac in, was. In like '91 or '92, oh. he was in that movie um, with uh, Juice. No, there was another movie. I think it was called um, Juice. Uh, Michael Douglas was in the movie, I think. What? I'm pretty sure. Oh God! Now I gotta pull Ghost my phone. In the out. Darkness? Let me find out. Let me find out. I, I like will, I'm willing to wait to hear oh, this. No, no, no. Wait, no. It's not that movie. It's I'm think I'm mixing it up. He's in a movie with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd in like '92. Um, what? what? Yeah, it, it flopped. It's like a comedy horror. Hold on, I just saw this oh, on Facebook. Is that um? I know what you're talking about. I can't uh, think of what it's called. It's where the guy kind of looks like a pig. I never saw it, but it's really messed up. Apparently. Uh, um, let me see. It's going to piss me off. I think it's off. Nothing But Trouble. That's nothing it. But Trouble, yeah. yeah. Yep. 1981. Tupac's I, in that? Yeah. That's insane. That's what I thought. Because I saw it on Facebook the other day, and I was like, what? No way he was that big that early in the 90s. I thought it was more like mid to late, you know, mid, like 95, 96, like, you know, a little more in the middle of the 90s. Nope, sure when did shit. he die? Didn't he die in like 95 or 96? 96, I think, yeah. Was so, I really that young when he died? God, I thought I was older. Yeah, I know. It was like 96, I think, was when he was shot. Weird. But I was like, when I saw that, I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, he was in a movie in like 92. Was he even like big in 92? And he started his rap career in 89, I guess. That to me seems super early. Well, he had NWA like a year before that put out, uh, you know, um, NWA, what does that mean? Yeah, we ain't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying Sorry, that. Sorry, I had to. I, I had, I had to. Here. Not today. Jesus, Dan, do I really have to censor the first episode? <laughs> I just wanted to see if any of you not think and fall for it and just be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting right, Gotcha. Jack, what is? what do you think is the top three? I think it's going to be the Nintendo trifecta. I think it's going to be Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, and Super Metroid. I think Super Metroid's going to be number one. 
I could see Super Metroid being up there in the top three. I have never, ever played a Metroid game. Oh, my God, you're missing out. At least that one. That There's one. a lot of games that... See, when Dude. I was a kid, I'd go to the video game store, and I would rent based off of what I thought looked cool. You know, like, oh, because it's not like now where, you know, hey, I can look a trailer up to a game online and see what the gameplay is like if I'm going to dig it. No, you just got a couple of fucking still frames on the back of the box of what the gameplay supposedly looked like. And you just let your imagination run wild. Yeah, so I'd be like, oh, well, this game cover looks cool. I'm going to rent it. But yeah, I don't think I have ever played a Metroid game. Oh, I know I've never played one through. I might have. I, I don't remember if maybe I rented Metroid as a kid and, and had it for a week. And if it did, it didn't stick. So I don't think I did. You can't like all of them. <laughs> nope. Do you think it's possible that there would be a Mega Man game in the top three? If it would be, it would be X. The first X, I think. I don't think that would be top three, no. though. Do you think a sports game would be up there? Oh, God. Nope. No, not in the top three. I don't even think a sports game makes the top 10. NBA Jam would be the only one for Super Nintendo. That's about the only one that I could realistically see. Maybe, I mean, like, maybe Tecmo Ken Super Griffey. Bowl, but that would be higher. But that, that's regular Nintendo. They made one the for Tecmo the Super Nintendo, too. Yeah, but they suck. The first, the first one was good. The second and third one weren't I, that good. But. I only like Tecmo Super Bowl on NES with the classic music. Like, yeah, they did Tecmo... Th- I think Tecmo 3 was on Super Nintendo. Was, they yeah. made a fucking Tecmo Super Bowl for PS1. They did. I saw it at... Yeah, I saw it at the game store. Really? In, yeah, yeah, I almost bought it. There's no but way it was, was any good. No, it was it had to be garbage. Yeah. That's what sucks about when they would take all those old ones and then they'd just half-ass the production and then just push it out as, like, a cash grab and you're like, ah, come on. But, yeah, no, top three, it's... It, Donkey Kong, maybe Mario. Even I'd love I could to see put Donkey a link. Kong. I could definitely see Donkey Kong. I don't think a link to the past will be top three, and that's my favorite game of all time. When was the I last time shocked. you played the first Donkey Kong Country? Just, just... Uh, like a week ago. I think that game is <laughs> so clunky. I don't think it. Holds oh, dude, up it holds up so. Oh, it does so the good, dude. Look at the so graphics. Look at that how... game. They're loose butthole, uh... man. <laughs> No, you just <laughs> that game is loose butthole in a nutshell. There are a handful of games that have the been in my yearly so rotation. The second one's the best one, in my opinion. I like the third one the best. I, I like the third. I think I think Diddy and Dixie kill it. Did Diddy and Dixie are ideal over a fatty? Because uh, <laughs> one and three you get a one and We're three you get a fatty. Now or body shaming? Yeah, it. Jesus. Yeah. Donkey Kong's a fat fuck, we're and so is Kitty. We're just checking all the boxes tonight. I said, you know, I said loose butthole. Now we just need someone to say that one word. This is also uh, the part with the statues that had boobs in the Japanese version. And let me tell you, those pixelated breasts were pretty nice. Come up, eh? You couldn't resist, could you? I said, t- you, you, you type the word boobs, and I'm right there. <laughs> That's it. I'm all in. His lizard Boobies. brain. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted to keep this going till the end because the uh in the Japanese version the guy was in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah, no, in this he is too. He's he's in a wheel he should be in a no, wheelchair. He's, they changed it to a office chair. <laughs> what? How is that not yes, how is that less offensive? Well, I, I have no idea. They were like, apparently s- they're in America, like they're like, Well, he can't have a handicap, but apparently he can have an office job. Um, I swear to God that in my game, 
I it's like he's in like a Professor X type chair. I th- no, he's in like a fucking wheelchair with a blanket a over chair? it. He's, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so what? Like an FDR chair? I don't know. It's not an office chair. We'll find out. This is the last level. Is it? Okay. But at, at one point, too, they said they changed it to where he walks. Like, they completely redid the animation he gets, I think he and does everything. actually walk. He gets up. I think he gets out of his chair like, oh, fuck you. Like I can walk. And he has a gun. Yeah. Like, in the I know original? He, like, you yeah, pushed him off so bad that all of a sudden everything in his spine reattached yeah, and he can you walk? End up, you end up kicking him out a window and he falls to the ground. And that's what you were saying earlier when we were talking about the PS2 game. Um, the end boss is like a fucked up zombie version of Mad Gear. Can we add in that Cody's not wearing socks and it, it? Wait, how do you know he's not wearing socks? You can see his ankles. Look, if you look at the right time when he walks, see. Watch, watch when he when he's there. You see the skin of his leg. What if he's wearing ankle socks, Dan? What if he's wearing Crocs? They didn't have ankle socks in 1989. <laughs> 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 Before somebody revolutionized the sock industry altogether. Yes. <laughs> One year later, they came up with ankle socks. So, this... so did everybody have those like extremely high tube socks with the red and the yellow ring or whatever? Yes, it was that or nothing. Well, high tops were <laughs> in, man. It was I, I st- high tops were in. Like what? The late eighties? Because this game came out in ninety one for the Super Nintendo, but it came out in eighty nine in the arcade. Well, for us ninety one, because the Super Nintendo didn't come out in the U S. until nineteen ninety one. It was August oh, of yeah, so been the fan. Okay. Oh, fuck. He is in, like, some kind of... What the hell? It's like a lazy boy with, like, <laughs> it's wheels. It's so weird. It looks so weird because it's not a wheelchair. It looks so out of place. Also, do you know how ineffective it is to hold, like, a hostage on your lap while operating your And it looks like he's like wheelchair her, too. He's, yeah, I was going to say he's beating the shit out of his girlfriend. <laughs> Take her with you. She's got, like, broken orbital bones and skull fractures, and so it's fine. Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. Could you imagine having a, like, shotgun in your hand? Belger, that's his name. Fighting a guy with a lead pipe and yet being so (laughs) ineffective against it? Well, he doesn't even have a gun. He's got a fucking spear gun. Is that what that is? I thought it was a shotgun. No, it's just, like, let's go whaling. He just shot his own guy. Wow. He really does just boot him right out the window. Do they show him actually, like, fall? I thought, like, does the arcade show him actually fall? I thought it did. Yeah, okay. There we go. He didn't even give us, like, the die hard, like, the, the pan down at his face as he starts to fall. So glad they didn't hurt you. Cody just beat the shit out of you with a, <laughs> with a pipe, though. Don't worry, honey. We'll get you that plastic surgery. <laughs> I love how Hagar just happens to be there. Oh, my God. I heard somebody call him Hagar on a stream once, and I, like, fucking went off on this guy. I'm like, what did he just say his name was? Hagar. Uh, what was it? Um. Uh, shit. It's like the stuff from Final Fantasy. I, I found it out in Kingdom Hearts, but it was, uh, Mana. Is that the one? Oh, what it's is mana. it? Oh, Mako and Mako. <laughs> you just asked Jord what it was. 
Yeah, it's, I have a terrible memory, so I just so keep I. her by me at all times. Keep you got her just sitting in. Is, is George sitting in the corner with cue cards for you to tell you what to say? <laughs> she is. Honey, can you hold that card a little higher so I know what to say next? That is correct. <laughs> Look at that. No socks. No fucking socks. Pure ankle right there. And he's wearing four stripers. What a poor kid. Did you get those, Shopko? There's no way somebody that poor could pull a girl like that. Never. Yeah, dude, She Jessica is definitely a three-stripe girl, not a four-stripe <laughs> girl. Don't you remember that? When, they th- when the stupid Adidas three-stripers were popular? And then they you could still get the- are. Yeah, no, you could get them at Shopco with four stripes. They were cheap. My dad made me get them, and I was like, I can't fucking go to school with four stripers. Everyone's <laughs> going to make fun of me because everybody else has the three-stripe Adidas shoes. You're right, Dan. Nobody else had any other ammo to use against you to make fun of you but your shoes. That's it. <laughs> well, that's what I was worried about. They had ammo. <laughs> you should have seen me in, in 1999. Just fly as hell. You, you finally got those three-stripe shoes in 1989, and nobody else had them anymore. <laughs> God <laughs> damn! When I got my three stripes, I was like, "Dude, they're so not in anymore." <laughs> now we got wow, no stripes. Wow, cool, Dan. Nice shoes. <laughs> I, I I was the last person in my class to uh, rock the bowl cut to where I was oh. getting made fun of. I like was like trying to keep it alive and. And everyone else had transi- transitioned to where they were, like, spiking it up with gel, like, right in the front. Like, you know, they, they'd spike the bangs and do the frosted tips and all that uh, guy stuff. You notice what I, do you notice what I did there? Do you notice what I did there? Do you, do you see what I did there? No, what that, did you do? That, I'm sorry, I don't listen you to said, you. You said guy's name was gay in the beginning, so <laughs> I said all that guy stuff. Oh, I like that. That's very like, clever. Like frosted tips. Thanks for uh, just eliminating an entire people for us that yeah. to become our fans, Dan. We love the guys. Uh, I'll represent. <laughs> I'll represent the uh, frosted tip people with their hair up in the front. Did you have the frosted tips, Jack? I mean, that's kind of close to what I have going on. Just like me and Dan trying to keep the bowl cut alive. I always said if I ever decided to actually cut my hair that I would bring back the bowl cut first, but now my receding hairline is too far back. I don't think I could do a complete bowl cut anymore. Actually, the the skull bowl cut could be an amazing thing. Ooh, like a skullet bowl cut, like where it's just bowl where you can get it bowl and, and not bowl on the front. Oh, can you like do a bowl cut with the receding hairline and then like like an inch up on the back of your neck just keep that like eight inches long like hulk hogan Probably. yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> hulk hogan but with a bowl cut added to that everybody at all the kids today have the hulk hogan haircut even the girls all right so we got to wrap this up because we're getting pretty close to time here but uh so would you, i'll go each one we'll start with dan dan would you say this game is a must play for like Maybe people getting into Super Nintendo or like enthusiasts that maybe never played it. Would you say this is a must play from their catalog of games? If you were just getting into Super Nintendo uh, at this point in time, no, because that means either you're a kid and kids are too soft to play something like this now. Like literally, I remember when when, uh, my girlfriend's kid got grounded one time. 
from his PlayStation, and I was like, oh, you want you bored? Well, here, have that. And I had my NES Mini, and I was like, here, you can play this. Play it all you want. And they just don't have... Most kids nowadays don't have the... the, the they're going to think it's pretty guy if if you <laughs> let them play Final Fight. Sorry, that's going to stick now for a while. My bad. That's great. That's... I, no, I want something that'll stick from, for episodes to come, and I guess that's going to be yes. the one. <laughs> yes, guys coming everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. So, But if you were like one of us who that game, like, like Metroid, I never played, yes, I would recommend it to somebody who knows what's up with those stuff, like, are they know, soft, are or is it just the fact that they grew up with games that are just so much better, more developed, I guess, than these? Save. These are pretty basic, very primitive. They have the ability to yeah, save to now. That, it's boring. Yeah, and you got the ability to save now. That, too, is a huge thing. Well, I mean, if you play it on an emulator, you got save states, so you can literally just save wherever you want, too. So. Emulators are blasphemy, Dan. I love my emulators just because, like, I used to bring my laptop anywhere when I'd go, like, and I'd always have my controller in there. And if it was a rainy day, hey, guess what? I'm going to play some Donkey Kong, you know, (laughs) airplanes. I'd bring it. I Like, when I flew to Mexico, I was like, I'm going to beat Zelda by the time I get to Mexico. Did you? Yeah. With time to spare. I can beat Zelda and A Link to the Past. I could speed run that game. If I would be able to f- not be putz, like I just I'm putzy. You look like you're putzy. Ugh, I'm really bad at this. Is the fastest plan of attack type deal? Okay, Jack. So basically, the question is, we're recommend if we would recommend it to somebody today, like let's like let's say somebody got like into retro gaming, okay, and they were like, all right, I now I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy a a super nintendo i never really played games all that much in my life would you be like man final fight is one you gotta play no because and and you know it's not a bad game but other games just did it so much better later on you know like like the beat-em-up genre it now me personally i loved beat-em-ups as a kid but i struggle with playing them now like they're so repetitive, they can get kind of boring. And I think one of the things that makes them so fun now is playing two player, and you don't have two player in this, so that's you know really hurts it again. Um, and I think like man, Turtles in Time is. I mean, you may not agree with me on this, but I think that's the best Super Nintendo beat em up. I think that game is perfect, and I think that you know there's other games like that, like Final Fight two II and three, like. Um, there's just, I, I love turtles and time. Yeah, no, I was going to say I would take final fight three over turtles and time, but I don't know if it's turtles and time, but none of y'all listed that one as a top three game. Fuck. No, i sadly, that won't even be top 10 because it's a beat em up, you know? And I just, not fair. I just don't think they've aged as well. Well, look at shredders revenge. We got now though, which is like the sequel to that. And I found out that I suck just as much as that at that as I did with all the other old beat-em-ups. But the important thing, since this is going on the internet, is that Final Fight is way better than Streets of Rage. And Super Nintendo is just better than Sega. Sega can suck it. So everybody that's going to send death threats, that's Deluxe Retro Gaming on Twitch. You can go ahead and just send them all right there. Why don't you just give yep. him his address, too? Yeah. 
You just DM me for those, <laughs> Here, and I'll give his, it to put you. Put his number up. At, when you edit this, put his number at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All the Sega I, elitists are coming after you. Well, hey. people are like, you know, people are pro Sega. Oh, I'm yeah. like, dude, if you... Put Sega oh, yeah. next to Super, like the audio on Sega is trash. But they'll make all these crazy arguments as to why Sega is better, and then they go to their final one. Their their go their go to for everything: blast processing, which is doesn't even exist. That was a made up advertising slogan. Was uh was Road Rash Sega only? Mm, yeah. Uh, Until like the later ones, they came out in the. 3D I was gonna say Road Rash stuff. 3D was on PS1. That's the only. That was the first Road Rash that's, I played. That's was. about your best argument. Sonic was okay, but Road Rash would probably be your best argument for Sega Elitas. I really enjoyed the X Men, the first X Men game on Sega. That one's cool. It's kind of a bitch to play now, but at the time, like, because I had. Spider-Man versus the X-Men. Well, now, if that makes the top 100 list, I'm going to shit because that game's bad garbage. Game. But I, a bad I, I have, game. I have it. a good soundtrack. It was a bad game. Uh, I beat... The, I took me forever of renting it just to beat that first Spider-Man level that got you to where you could get to a level select. And then, yeah, dude. I don't think I ever beat... I think I only beat the first Spider-Man level, and that was it. I never beat so any hard. of the other levels. All right, we are going to call it here... Um... You can catch us. We have all right, but right now, as of right now, we only have a Facebook page. So just look us up on there. Otherwise, we'll be on YouTube if you want to see the video of all this. And uh we'll be around Spotify, Apple Music, I hope. I hope. I have no idea. <laughs> I hope. I hope they don't cancel us already. Yeah, if Dan doesn't get us canceled, so what's game ninety nine? What is game ninety nine? Let me look. Give me two so why do you guys do why you gotta do that to me? Uh, next week on next week's episode of the Super Nintendo Game 99 Tiny Toon Adventures Buster Busts Loose hell yeah had that game growing up it's about Buster letting out his guy roots (laughs) Buster Loose alright thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you all next episode bye bye Bye. Bye.